comes the hour comes the leader. Corporate Britain has been called into action by the current crisis. A new type of leader is emerging to inspire colleagues and yet remain at peace with their family. But what are the strategies they need to innovate and develop the effective operation of teams working from home? Can these be integrated into a successfully balanced home life? On April, Pedro and Darren from Vesuvio Labs met via video conference Hugo D'Souza to discuss these questions and how to motivate quality performance during and beyond the coronavirus outbreak. Hugo is the head of innovation and ecosystems at Capita. Hugo's first job was in Portugal, back in the late 90s, for an international consulting organization. There he became familiar with the then-current forms of video conferencing, web chats tools and document cloud sharing, etc. This company blended informality with professionalism and working flexibility. Hugo quotes his boss at that time whose focus was on outcomes by saying, I don't care about what you do with your time as long as you deliver what we have all agreed on. Perhaps that early influence is why Hugo describes himself as the sort of manager who works by alternating between concentrated mini-sprint and mini-break methods of operating. Pedro readily understood this so the interview was scheduled to 7pm and Hugo had meetings up to 9pm that day. Hugo also admits to thriving on the brain-induced hormone dopamine, which plays a major role in stimulating reward-motivated behavior. These small but accomplished tasks constitute for a major productive victory on a daily basis. I need dopamine, Hugo stated, I go out for a run, exercise, and meditate every single day, the app everybody is talking about. You need to hack your own system, find how to do it because everyone is different, what is it that works for you? Hugo continues, I have a clock a timer near my desk, one of the old-style analog square ones, where I allocate how much time I give myself for each task. This helps me manage this most precious resource and how it should be best used. It's a good way of understanding more about your personal working patterns, what you achieve as a result and being human, what your levels of procrastination might look like. In line with this approach to time management, Hugo highlighted the importance of not working or managing on a set 9-to-5 basis, but rather steering effort towards outcomes achieved. Visionary leadership inspires and motivates teams to make these outcomes happen, helping them see what the future looks like, he said. Hugo believes that there are basically two types of leaders whose differences are particularly visible in a working-from-home situation. The ones who try to micromanage and don't trust their teams, always checking who's online and what they are doing at every point. Why did they hire them in the first place, asks Hugo. Then there is the sort of leader that facilitates good outcomes and make people responsible for setting their own working times scheduled to suit their own environment. These leaders leave people to manage their own method of working, but still set appropriate touch points of feedback during which they also coach and manage, sometimes helping them to return to the agreed track. These types of leader must be resilient and have faith in their teams. This is my type, Hugo further explained, and this outlook recognizes that if someone wants to spend a morning with the kids fine. Or if they want to work all night on that application, brilliant, provided they keep me informed. That way I know what is going on, but they are fine, responsive, and also delivering their share of work at the right time so nobody isn't on hold. Hugo also believes that, because people are stressed, managers need to be mindful of the support they may need to help them focus on work in a location where family duties are also required. 
This includes said Hugo setting up habits that allow for informal activities like online coffee chats and quizzes. Otherwise we might work for 15-17 hours a day, and this can happen, because it is quite easy to keep email engaged when everybody stays online. The difference between a Sunday afternoon or a Monday morning in terms of working activity can easily seem the same and conversely, it's not too difficult to spend more time with our families no matter what time or day it is. At a personal level, Hugo enjoys spontaneously contacting friends and family at short notice. Despite being accustomed to working remotely, the art Hugo confessed is to spend quality time with the family at home but when working, to avoid your attention being diverted by such matters. Pedro and Darren then turned the conversation toward the near future, asking Hugo what it might look like when the current restrictions are gradually lifted and what may lie ahead after that. In response Hugo commented, people are of course suffering due to the impact of the pandemic in both their financial and social lives, and we see this not just here nationally, but in global terms. As restrictions are lifted, we may see fresh waves of infection causing a reversal of lockdown. That means we cannot be certain where the end of the tunnel is going to be globally speaking, or when it might be reached. Perhaps of even more importance is that we do not know what will become the new norm, but we are all in the same boat and now there is a true reason to innovate, so there's no plan B, we either innovate or innovate. Hugo predicted remote work is here to stay, but not the current mandatory working from home which can be very frustrating in its lack of freedom, and mobility with the only means of face-to-face -face dialogue being video conferencing, etc. When working remotely people are more informal, especially in dress code. This was happening before and as we become more used to it, this seems likely to accelerate going forward, going casual fit. There may be a new, more relaxed, business lifestyle as we realize that informality does not mean a lack of professional care or lesser determination, that's groundbreaking, and already covered in our series by Ed Ventham, Paragon Brokers article. I believe we will work remotely at least one day, perhaps two days a week more often. Peter Drucker's wise words are relevant in this working from home setting regarding key performance indicators and objectives and key results, namely, clarity and focus, people need to understand how performance is measured to be able to achieve it. Hugo reflected that we now have a better capability to work remotely compared to 15 years ago when 2G was the best network, and the internet was a toddler. We are so much better off now, and working from home then might have been a near impossible challenge, he said. Realizing, however, that much of our current business processes stem from those earlier days, Darren wondered what future generations might think about our present legacy technologies. As we fight back and circumnavigate the effects of this pandemic, Hugo said, we must remember that work is an ever-evolving wheel that motivates us. Our choices will be what to preserve of it and what to discard. Our ability to reinvent ourselves at work, the way we shop, or what we buy, our experiences, will determine the outcome. It will, I am afraid, be quite a painful process in human and economic terms. Hugo went on to say, but there will also be many opportunities in this challenge of finding a new work-life balance. I predict a huge market for smart time management solutions because to truly finish what we start is important. A creditable performance of 80% or 99% of a task is often wrongly confused with completion. Full delivery on time is the only benchmark. Hugo takes the firm view that, even before the outbreak, 
Brexit would have demanded a renewed digital transformation to make the best of UK's national resources, and that COVID-19 added a further sense of urgency to this much-needed restoration of the economy and a boost to morale. He added in conclusion, it seems unfortunately likely that something like another denial of normal service will come back again in the future. I can see government and commerce, perhaps in partnership, funding scientific and medical programs as well as new technologies to provide light at the end of the pandemic tunnel and to protect the economy. We will not only need to supplant decommissioned legacy systems with the latest technologies, but also to stay updated with the best and latest they can offer. How long can we continue with legacy, paper and spreadsheets, manual-based processes being an acceptable practice, giving little protection to our businesses in situations such as working from home lockdowns? Making our enterprises and for that matter our home lives, pandemic-proof is a growing industry. Disclaimer, the interview represents Hugo's point of view, not his employer. Pedro and Darren would like to thank Hugo for his time and views making this interview possible. Vesuvio Labs is a London-based tech partner, executing innovative ventures lead by Christian Feldborg. Check out more at www.vesuvio.io.